0: Just did breaking this double no bullshit, double no bullshit. No bullshit. Whatever
1: <laughs> my career It's to be something. I'm in a smelly basement.
2: Carly. We're at the table here. We need like to see now. you.
1: Welcome to Shark Week, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, that was like, oh, God. Somebody call an ambulance, man. My career's dead. That's why this fucking took an hour to get this. Sorry, we're
2: late. It's not just Shark Week. It's Shark Week.
0: What an easy room, too.
2: That was terrible. That was terrible. That was...
1: What was that?
2: It about? was a, it was a setup, Charlie. What I mean, was? nobody you know, knows
1: what we're talking about. See, I'm going to lose my mind.
2: <laughs> it, it, it was a setup, Charlie. What, to wait me, a minute, Karen. One- are you think,
1: Sorry. do you really think like half the people even know what that is? Cause anybody's watching this bullshit theater called politics.
2: <sighs> no, but I think, I think it was, was done wit- to well, try to.
1: No way. Before you just go off, you got to tell the okay. people what it is. That was Whitmer getting ready to deliver remarks via zoom, right? to the Democratic National Convention. Here it is again, here it is again. And there's a hot mic. It's not just Shark Week. It's Shark Week.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Keep it going.
2: I have learned about the hot mic.
1: You sure did. Boy, how stupid. You knew the mic was hot,
2: didn't you? She knew it was hot, Charlie, come on, we're not stupid. I mean, this is the thing. All of this situation or all of her decisions, all these actions have been, you know, circling about the DNC, about the vice president nomination. Everything has been strategic. Elevate my visibility. Look at me. I'm this tough, you know, whatever. To, to, to do that and say that was disingenuous. And like, like Mark said, you know, it's an easy room. Everybody's trying to, 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 to gain. What did I say the other day? Clicks and clout—that's what everybody's seeking, and yep. that's exactly what that was. Nothing less, nothing more. It wasn't amusing. It wasn't impressive. It wasn't professional. Um, and to me, it did nothing to uh, secure what I think she was seeking in doing so. Yeah,
1: you know, I keep always get you know my language and the way I carry myself. I get called crass and crude, and all of a sudden, everybody's doing it. like Rashida Tlaib. You know, impeach the motherfucker. Like motherfuckers hip now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Again, Charlie, everybody seeks clicks and clout. And that's exactly what that was. You know, I mean, everything is strategic. What was who was that? Was that Roosevelt? Who said that that everything you see in politics is deliberate? Nothing is organic. Nothing is intentional. And now, you know, with social media, with everything is planned. Don't ever think that any of this is organic or that it is just happenstance. It is not. It is designed to evoke a response uh, and that was nothing different
0: well yeah i don't ever want to hear them complain about the president being crass right doesn't it go both ways
1: we i look you, I, i'm a nonpartisan. i'm just getting pissed i'm i'm fighting with my wife like watching the biden and you know what i mean it's a propaganda oh, that's a worthy fight <laughs> why, I, are you that's, why, that's, why are you cause fighting cause, over that because we're locked down who cares though because we're discussing it and it's i just find it stupid i don't even like it i I can't.
0: I find it entertaining.
1: You gotta let me out of my house. (laughs) Well, here
0: you
2: are. You're out of your house.
3: I'm in the fucking basement. And in the beginning, get the microphone to work.
2: I was gonna say, you've been out of your house. Lower level, Charlie. Lower level. Kirky's busting my ass. It's
0: a basement. I I think after today's show, you're gonna wanna be back in your house the way Uh, things have been going. No. What do we we got going on today?
1: (laughs) Well, look, Kiff, so we got a uh, Flint big settlement. Look, I'm like Nostradamus here. Told you. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get into Flint. We got City Councilman Eric Bays, who hasn't cut his hair since February. He's he got, looks like Shaft. There he's walking around. Oh, he's, look at him! He, we've had a little
0: trouble with his microphone today, so it looks like he's walking around looking for and a better the power area, of the people,
1: my friend. Which yeah. is,
0: it's been very interesting watching him walk around.
1: Uh, and you know, we're gonna get into. I'm sorry, guys. We're gonna get into the nursing homes. Don't be bored. But I'm a I'm a rabid dog. I get my teeth in something. We mm-hmm. keep doing it. Until it gets fixed. Someone has to. And we're getting the flare-up again, and guess where they're happening? I got the statistical stuff right here. I work all week for you. Look, nonpartisan. Just fix the shit, and I go away. Then we find something new we got to fix. We'll have the rant this week, Um, and we have Ike. We got to call him Ike. He is a nursing home inspector. He's investigating. We can't give you his name. We have to change his voice a little bit because you know how government works. Whistleblowers die. They go down. But he's here because I know everybody. Everybody that's normal and does the work. Plus, see this? See that? I love it. That is honorary fire chief. Me. It's a huge honor. I want to talk a little bit about what the first responders are going through, their lack of a contract, right? And what the fuck's going on? More scanning with Duggan in the land bank? But first, I want to tell you that No Bullshit News Hour is brought to you by our dear friends at American Coney Island, Detroit's oldest family-run restaurant. You know this. It's the best dog in the world. And if you don't want to go out, go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. Get a Coney kit. Now, do it, because I pack them. So, make me busy. Okay? (laughs) Dozen dogs, chili, proprietary recipe, a Vidalia onion, buns, right? And one of those nice little hats they have. Go to AmericanConeyIsland.com or go to American Coney Island, downtown at Michigan Avenue and Lafayette. Best
2: and they're, and they're good to send to folks, Charlie, as we try to figure out new ways to stay in touch with friends and family, just not even here in the city, but around the country. Mm. Um, I've sent a couple of kits out to folks. And so, you know, it's also a nice gesture.
1: And they it got is. a nice, big, clean restaurant, properly yep. properly distanced and all that. And they wear gloves and clean the toilet. I did oh, the taste good. test with Lafayette the other day. I thought you said with the toilet. It's a nice dog, but it's it's not better. I I could I could taste which one was which. Really? Yeah. Maybe okay. we should do that one day.
2: Were you blindfolded, Charlie?
1: No, they were just brought on plates. I'm okay. like, let me let me just do it. See, see if I could still tell, and I could. I could go for about five right now. I know. Well, maybe we'll do that. We'll we'll get some next week, man. Love we'll, to get you fed, brother. Love to. Well, yeah, what do I, I get? I'm help.
2: not there. Nothing. You get your
1: lawn mowed. <laughs> uh, and um, no bullshit news hour, as always, brought to you by ADR Consultants. Get your business humming. Get it done right. Navigate the bureaucracy, right? I, now it's starting to happen. Now the calls are coming. Now we're in emergency position again. I, I don't know why. Everybody's got in trouble with their construction firms, right? their municipality, etc. IT, all of it. Call Barry Allen Tuck, ADR Consultants, Honest, Ethical, Smart, Two four eight three one eight nine four two four. Experts in Procurement, Government Compliance, Information Technology, Property Management. He used to do it for... The city and the state on this demo stuff. But because, oh. he, because he was so good at it, right, he wasn't doing it.
0: He won't even touch it? <laughs> yeah,
1: they, they're like, t- t- no, we don't want you.
0: Yeah.
1: Honest, ethical, smart, ADR Consultants, 248-318-9424. It is not Shark Week, motherfucker. <laughs> it is go back to
2: school week.
1: Is it? Yeah. Now we're going back to school. And again, here's the deal. Okay, I listen to it, and I believe it. Trump, incompetent. His uh, response to COVID, right? I mean... Um,
0: Non-existent.
1: Yeah, well, where's the tests, right? Where's the testing help? He's slow to act, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? Okay, you're not going to... He threatened to cut funding to schools that didn't send the kids back. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay look, non-partisan. You want to go there? That's a lot of shit wrong. It's the same with the governor.
0: Yeah, very little uh, instruction as to what... Uh, schools should do, or how they should do it, Zero. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Here,
1: here's the deal, folks: there is no mask requirements of the schools. It's unbelievable <laughs> I just, that I can't go into the gas station, and I'm not bitching that you you have to. Yeah, it holds the disease in if you have it, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't a it be? Bit. Why wouldn't it be the same at schools?
0: It should be. It absolutely should be. And it's not always about the kids. There's adults that work in schools.
2: Yes, but that's been the problem with this from day one. There's not been a consistent protocol. Everything is left up to everybody's personal discretion as to what you do, how you do. You still see people, they don't know how to wear a mask. And so, you know, as long as this happens, we're not even going to prepare for a second wave. We're going to be anticipating a third wave. I understand understand
0: why things change because we're in the middle of it and we learn new stuff. And they lied to us in the beginning saying they not to use masks because they needed them. But I think we know where we are now. In Bridge Magazine, you know, we talked about them. Uh, a couple weeks ago I had a really interesting story where there 's the state admits there 's fourteen school related coronavirus outbreaks, and Bridge said, Where are they and how many
1: how many k how many people yeah how many people
0: you have fourteen school related outbreaks k through twelve in college where are they and how many and they said i uh, can 't tell you that can 't tell you that yeah we're still we're still gathering counts. Why can this state
1: not count right again right, right? If, if this if this was Trump well, damn, we did. We, we did We'd be all long. over them. And we should be all over them. And we should it. be all over them. Okay, so <laughs> then we, what do we have here? Like, if there's if there's an outbreak, yeah. one of these clusters you're talking about, there's no protocol required mm-hmm. by the state as w- as to what to do. Do, yeah. do we close it down? Do we go virtual? Do we go half virtual? And for how long? They, they're they leaving it up to the locals. And, and yeah. the locals are pissed. So look, MSU's... Uh, Michigan State University, all online. Albion College, everybody's got to stay on campus and be locked down, and you can't leave. Ferndale is all virtual, right? Detroit, we'll go into that in a second. They might go on strike because the teachers get to choose, but none of the safety protocols are written down. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Everybody's flaming these teachers, but remember something: this is a union state. Yeah, it's good to have a union. If you know anything about Detroit, they'll promise you shit and they'll do it for two weeks and then it disappears. It's like having a cop in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right? Write it down. Plus the counselors and all the ancillary staff. They weren't included in having the choice. They were required to go. Oh boy. Who, so who's who's gonna clean? How do we know for sure you're gonna clean? What's the budget? I find that to be fair. Don't don't lay into the teachers. Think
2: about the sports thing, too, Charlie. I mean, so you don't want the kids to play sports, but you do want them to be able to sit in class. And and as Dr. Vitti posted today on Twitter, say, which one is it? You know, I mean, there there has to be some consistency and the decisions have to make sense and they should they should align right now. Nothing is aligning. So you're being counterproductive. You're undermining the very decisions that you're making because they're not comprehensive. And so what's happening? Nothing.
1: Right. Now, here's what we did get. What about the Internet? The, the kids in, in Detroit and yeah. in, in Port Access, right? Mm-hmm. They, they got six months free access. But that started in June when you signed up. Okay. Yep. <laughs> what happens come January? Uh, they'll get to it. Right? Okay, so we got $65 <laughs> yeah, right. million from the feds yeah. that we're having press conferences in Lansing about where no reporters allowed in to ask a tough follow-up. But what is the budget for DPS? It's at least three hundred seventy-five million. Hmm. Right, fifty thousand well, kids times seven thousand five hundred, and revenue you know per pupil. Okay, mm-hmm. that's about three hundred seventy-five million. Okay. So what's sixty-five million statewide really get?
0: <laughs> Very little.
1: Nothing. Stop Very
0: the bullshit. Yeah. Be a little and, more transparent. And, and if
2: everything goes virtual, does that increase? Um, you know, the competition between schools because you no longer have to live in West Bloomfield. Will that open it up to other students? Will things become performance based? I mean, this actually changed, t- stands to change the game all around, but h- how and who's going to manage and monitor it?
1: Yeah, so we have cross contamination the nursing homes, the casinos are kind of open, the bars are closed, the churches, we don't know. Restaurant, you have the spacing, right? The casinos Pro- are open. Protests are okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And we don't know what we're doing with the schools. You had six fucking months to get this in order. Because the thing I do know about a virus, we all got to do the same thing. You, you want to get it in control? We all got to do the same thing. So one school district being open, one being closed, one being half, one it's a choice. What the fuck? Ugh. But here's the That's- thing. Here's the thing, folks. We'll, we'll move right along now. We'll move right right along with that. The governor, like Trump, for the fifth time is extended her emergency declaration. Trump has declared seven national emergencies. The wall, COVID, right? Mm-hmm. He's getting ripped. When do we return to uh, representative democracy? <laughs> when is that happening? Return? Yeah, I was going to say. What? Yeah. When How do you that? go
2: back to something you never had?
1: Yeah. So what was I going at? We Okay. No. Nursing- hell
2: with everything else.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. Now we're going to bring in Ike. Ike, are you there? Ike is here, Charlie. Thanks for uh, being on. I, Ike, um, let's just call him an inspector of these nursing home and long care, uh, long term care facilities in the state. He's working on uncovering what's happened. What's happened with uh, deaths? Who's reporting them? Who's not? What happened to the wards of the state? You know, the old people that the executive, chief executive Whitmer is legally and technically their parent, their guardian. Is this correct,
4: Ike? It is. You're spot on. Yes,
1: okay, so here's what we're doing. Let me, get, let me give you all some numbers. We're talking about these outbreaks. I called the Department of Health and Human Services as well, right? Trying to get what these numbers really are. Good luck. You said there were 14 outbreaks in the schools. Well, we're like, okay, well, how many kids are affected, right? We don't get that.
0: We don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: This is Dr. Cal Doon, you know, Dr. K. Dr. J.
2: Doctor, they were calling her Dr. Oh. J. Oh,
1: yeah, Dr. J. <laughs> Show again. some respect. Excuse me. Get the right doctor initial. <laughs> she said, here's some numbers. There were 75 deaths last week. 70 of the 75 deaths were in long-term care facilities. That means... These nursing homes that the governor refuses to bifurcate, to create facilities only for COVID old people or create extra staff. Okay, she vetoed that, bill. we're not going to do that. Quoting science that none of us know. So there's that. We don't know what a long term care facility is, but if you look it up online, it's a nursing home. There's 450 of these. In the state, mm-hmm. okay, but there's also 300 homes for the aged, 4,200 homes for adult foster care, and all the assisted living that isn't licensed. But the governor in her executive order said they're all to be called long-term care facilities. Follow me so far? Yes. But when they're reporting the number of deaths and cases, they're only doing the 450 nursing so homes. So it's a semantic uh, runaround. Let's, let's, let, let's ask, the numbers. Okay, so 187 outbreaks last week, okay? 187 outbreaks. Dr. Khaldun said 50% of them were from the long-term care facilities, the nursing homes. Okay. 94. The next closest, 17 from social gatherings and 14 from schools, five statewide from restaurants, four from churches and places of worship, and three outbreaks from bars.
3: Hmm.
1: So by far, by far, our biggest problem remains the nursing homes. Yes. We're shutting down schools. We're shutting down your job. I would think,
0: too, that the infections in nursing homes are far worse than those other infections, too, because people in those homes tend to be a little more compromised than, say, someone
4: at a bar.
1: Ike, what do you, make, what do you think? You're the guy that's in those places,
4: Well, I I think, thanks for having me. Uh, I think those numbers substantiate what has been talked about since very early on in this pandemic, in that the most vulnerable of our society is being the least protected. Uh, 70 to 75 coming from a long-term care facility is consistent with what we have seen in the field since day one. Yet, the executive order still stands to where it says that uh, 2023, 123, uh, and this is the from executive order 50, must not prohibit admission and readmission. The long-term care facility must accept the return of the resident. So, they're still commingling positive and negative patients, and the transmission rate is Consistent with the moving of the patient. not only with the patients but with the healthcare employees. Now the PPE is improved somewhat, but the healthcare facility personnel are subject to being exposed to it and transmitting it not only within the facility but outside the
1: facility. Because we don't have it, enough, it, it has, we don't it. have enough staff to keep them separate from the staff attending to a positive person and a negative person that the it's the staff that's really spreading this, right? Sure.
4: Well, that, there's no doubt that that's, that's one of the big transmissions about no because a lot of the patients in and of, them, uh, of themselves aren't able to commingle on their own, right? A lot of them are bedridden and or a wheelchair-bound. So they need assistance in their daily function. Um, so the transmission comes from again. Remember early on in this, back in March when uh, Melissa Samuel, the president of the Health Care Association of Michigan, wrote a letter. March fifteenth, I believe, was the date, to Governor Whitmer and uh, she would it to everybody in the uh, in our staff and the healthcare healthcare uh, portion.
1: Speed it up, man!
4: <laughs> asking, ask, asking. Asking if, if they could use a facility designated solely for it,
1: and it was refused. Here, let me do this. So, this is this what you meant? Yeah. Here, I, I, look, you do it. Help me out here. Don't drag this show down. Just give them the fact: the a healthcare, a professional, sent a letter to Whitmer saying, "Look, it's probably a better idea to take an empty building and put the COVID-positive people there, or like Cobo Hall, or like uh, suburban showplace." Didn't do it. Sure. And all right. of a sudden, we're here, right? Didn't do it. We we knew and we're still not doing where it. Where we are. So let me do this. And we're still not doing it. Here's your, your investigation. You're getting death certificates now, aren't you?
4: Yes, we are.
1: You're pulling those and, and you, the
4: death
1: and, right. and you're trying to determine the cause the of death. death. What are you what are you finding? Let me ask the question, and then you answer it, Ike, my buddy. You getting some death certificates? Are, are you finding some COVID deaths? that aren't being counted as COVID deaths? And are you finding deaths that aren't being attributed to the nursing homes like like we're being told?
4: Yeah, we're finding uh, pneumonia-related hypoxia, respiratory failure on some of them, and COVID-19 deaths on others.
1: So they're not not being counted. They're they're, they're not being counted as COVID deaths.
4: I, I, I don't think they are.
1: There, there are going to be a lot of lawsuits coming. That's part one. But oh, yeah. part two, I'm not. I, I'm going to do it, folks. You might be bored, and we'll, we'll move on quickly. But remember, it's still happening. 70 out of the 75 deaths, over 50% of the outbreaks, and they won't tell us how many people this involves. It's still going on. They've still taken away democracy. You're out there being told that we need to have our democracy taken away, to protect us. And the only ones really getting waylaid by this are the ones in the nursing homes, because I did some counting this morning, Ike. CDC, I did a hand count. Where is it? Uh, It's a total. Right here. You want to know how many people in the entire United States of America since March 10th have died from COVID? Sure. 24 and below. People under 25. Okay. A grand total in the United States, 310. Okay. The amount of people, 34 and younger, 30, basically mm-hmm. under 35, how many people total died? 1,410. 1,410. In a country of 328 million. So, I am willing to sacrifice. I am not arguing that this is not a health crisis, but we need I to protect. I don't think anybody is. Ike,
4: what, I don't think anybody is. That's, go ahead, Mike.
0: I was just going to say, what can be done now?
4: Excellent well, question. I, I think in order to, to stop it, it, you have to bifurcate, like we are talking about earlier. You have to isolate those with COVID-19 away from those or not. And your employees, your staff, are going to be treating nothing but COVID-19. It, it has to be relegated. Well, the governor yeah, so said I- we don't have
1: any money, Ike.
4: Yeah, you pay for it, Ike. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ike will pay for it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the, the greatest generation of the forgotten generation yeah. because they're being forgotten. They're just being they're, they're being pigeonholed, put away, and uh, out of sight, out of mind. and it, 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 it needs to change.
1: And what would this take to create separate buildings and staff? Well, they did it. They did it in the beginning. They still yeah, use they, them. They them. We got a six hundred million do. dollars settlement for Flint. We got sixty five million dollars in COVID relief from the federal government. Why didn't we do that?
4: Why don't we? Why don't well, we take some we fake have, money but, and do it? But an easy listen. Here is an easy one that really isn't going to be a, a huge cost factor. Do not accept any of the COVID nineteen positive patients back into the nursing home until they test negative.
1: Even New York's doing too, that.
4: Too <laughs> it seems obvious. There, no, thank you. How, how hard is that? It seems so
1: obvious. How hard is that? Now, Ike, you, you, we talk about what you see there, and it's like, even before COVID, the filth, the, the wretched way that we treat the old people, yeah. the lack of real attention given in this by the state when times were good, right? Right. Sure. Why now are you speaking? Why, why, why did you reach out to me to ring the bell about... All the debts you are seeing,
4: because they're it's unnecessary. I, I understand that they're vulnerable, but they need the most protection. And by uh, by mandating, both mandating that they take them back and offering an incentive financially to these nursing homes, they're taking them in. It's a it's a win win on their part in that now they're getting paid two thousand dollars for uh, COVID positive patient. Two hundred uh, dollars a day for the bed. So all all of it needs changing. Really, is to not take them back until they test negative. At this point, and and work it from there. And that's it. A, that's a, a, Not a fail but a heck of a lot better way.
1: What do you think? Uh, and the, it doesn't cost it. They report about twenty-one hundred deaths from nursing homes. If you included. All the rest of the stuff that's not being counted, like the pneumonia cases, if you included foster care, if you included homes for the aged, everything that was described as long-term care in the emergency orders, what do you think the number would be? 50%. Like 4,000 4, deaths. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It Absolutely. would double, you mean. I, I think my research, yeah. I agree.
0: Not acceptable, but clearly better.
4: Worse. No, oh, 50% no, worse, I'm sorry, yeah. If you look at the, just the last one, seventy to seventy-five, where did they come from? Long-term care facilities. It it hasn't changed. The numbers may have decreased in the amount, but the percentage is going to be consistent. That overall. would mean
1: right. That means like twelve out of what? What is twelve? What, what is twelve divided by thirteen? What percentage is that? Ninety over ninety.
4: Oh yeah, over ninety. The percentage
1: 90. of deaths is 90 per, over 90% are coming from the nursing homes and we're still locked down, right? And we know that the majority of the cases are coming from the nursing home and we're still locked down. And you wonder why there's a spike, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ike, uh, last question for you, Ike. Are you, are you like some kind of like right-wing partisan Trumpian guy? To, this is all politics. Who did you vote for for, for governor?
4: I voted for... Uh Dark week, <laughs> uh,
1: you voted for Whitmer. I did. I did. And so I you don't sound like a right wing zealot. You sound like wait a minute.
0: Sounds yeah. like a concerned I'm citizen.
4: Not. Yeah, I, I am. I, I don't like I don't like the treatment of the of the the seniors in long term care facility. It could have and should have been avoided or a compromise on the executive order. It should have changed. Mm-hmm. I understand the pandemic and it was hard to make the right decision, but that doesn't, it doesn't lessen your responsibility to do the right thing when things go bad.
1: Well said, bro. Yeah. That's the yeah. best. That's, that's, the, that's the best point. Well said. Yeah. We'll, and we'll, we'll leave it at that. Ike.
2: Thanks, man. All right. Okay.
1: All right. Thank you all. I'll be, be speaking well. with you and
2: getting into the guy's data and stuff. So Charlie, a couple people are making points. Someone said, you know, that they had a family member, Um, that I believe and I'm reading a lot that passed and they had issues that, that were listed on the death certificate, respiratory issues, all the peripheral outcomes of COVID, but not listed as COVID. So it wasn't counted. Or if a person from a nursing home is taken to a hospital, then that death is also not counted as a nursing home death, even though that person uh, was, you know, re- resided in a nursing home and their issues were yes. compounded in a nursing home.
1: That's exactly what Ike's looking into and that's exactly yeah. what I'm looking into and it's a, a, a great thing uh, that you, you raised, dear community member that typed that in because, Dig, Ike is finding he's he's got power to get death certificates. He's finding exactly what you're talking about and we all now know you're supposed to assume That that's a COVID and it's a COVID death. Number two, you're absolutely right. If you had COVID in the nursing home, you died at the hospital. That's supposed to be counted as a nursing home death. New York's not doing it. And Cuomo's getting rung up for it. And we're not doing it. But they say we're kind of doing it. We're making phone calls. Okay. This is a democracy. We want the data. It's our data. We ask a question. You answer the question you don't let reporters into the building to ask you follow up questions yeah. and yet the kids are all going to school and commingling without you saying wear a mask you're absolutely right dear community i don't want to say listener or you know watcher participant no cuz we're a community yeah you're absolutely right.
0: If there's one thing we all want with government in general, it's more transparency, right? Absolutely. Any public entity, you just want more transparency. Absolutely. Because the less transparency, the more you're hiding something, or at least you have the appearance, appearance of hiding something and totally fucking something up.
2: People have to understand, it. just if it's because you are in an elected capacity or you are a public servant, mistakes happen, sure. pushbacks occur we are not stupid. Like, we don't expect things to be perfect. We don't expect you not to have any opposition, make a mistake, make a wrong decision. But we do expect you to pivot and to tell us so that we know how to best prepare. Like, you can't just, like... We're not two-year-olds that need to be told that, you know, the, the thunderstorm is really the teddy bear knocking at the door. I mean, Amen. let us know what's going on. That was a bad analogy, but you know
0: what I'm trying <laughs> to but we, I, I, thought we, it was, I thought it was well. This is Doug
2: just, in April 15th
1: before Whitmer even issues the devastating order. Okay. Uh, quote, it continues to be a source of real concern, and I'm going to start dealing with some of these nursing home directors myself if we don't see a significant commitment in keeping these patients well.
0: Um, what did he personally do?
1: He said he
2: tested some people. (laughs) Okay. Uh Sure. Everything is for show. I'm telling you, everything, every quote, every soundbite, every camera shot, every angle, all of it. It's just, and people have to think beyond just what they're being told. They do. Otherwise, we're all being misled. Here's Dr. Fauci on January 21st.
1: Quote, obviously, you need to take it seriously and do the kind of things the Center for Disease Control and Prevention and the Department of Homeland Security is doing. But it is not a major threat to the people of the United States. And this is not something that citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. What, when, when was that? January 21st. Okay.
0: But, to Karen, but to Karen's point. I think he's changed his opinion with more data.
2: Exactly. No, he you was pre- talking about this. Not he was talking about this last year. Everybody yeah. knew we were being headed toward a pandemic. I mean, just like we're not hearing enough about the second wave. I had somebody in the in the medical uh, industry tell me to anticipate a third wave. The like, reason I none brought, of this is working.
1: The reason I brought that up is what you, what you're saying. can when you're projecting into the future, mm-hmm. you could Trump's. Lazy response, okay? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Fauci's like the world expert here and is almost like it's February 1st, like six weeks before this thing blows up. Yes. He's like not a major concern. Do. Am I blaming Fauci? I'm not so dumb. Things happen. It's unprecedented. You move. You make some yeah. mistake. You figure out the mistakes and you fix it. We're in the middle of it. When you turn turning old people into a political posture yeah. and you're doing it, Madam Governor, that's it. Fix the fucking shit, and I go away. She has shown no movement on her Is she still decision.
2: auditioning for a federal appointment, perhaps, oh, in yeah. case Biden wins? Well, we're,
0: feel- we were talking about this before the show, that it seems like she is a little more interested in this past week on the DNC and everything going on on the national level than getting the schools ready. And Kamala Harris... That's my, I, that's I, my opinion, I, and I voted for her, so... Yeah,
1: you know, I I, th- I think I did, too. I'm pretty sure I did. I, I can't remember. I usually look at a third party, Right. But it's not It's not a. Bu- I'm not trying to – Why dis-
0: weren't you on the ballot? Huh? <laughs> you should have been on the ballot. I'm
1: thinking about it. But you know how much money these fucking people raise? Well, no. Gary Peters and John James, like $40 million each or some shit.
4: Eh.
2: Ask, ask Dave Knesick if money is the, the winning deciding factor. That proved that you – yeah, people associate money with – but you got to get out here and resonate with folks and make them understand that it is possible to find someone – to put in office that will represent their interest and work on their behalf. Right now, people don't believe that. So it is about the money. So it's about the commercials. It's about the repeated yeah. branding of this whole thing. And when you go into the, the voting booth, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that name. You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know what they did. But it's embedded because of the repetition and the consistency and the messaging.
1: And if you try to take on those parties, they'll spend a bunch of money just to tear you the fuck
2: yeah, up. Yeah, they got, will. it
1: got but, nothing to do know. with policy. But speaking of which, speaking of money, speaking of politics, Flint. The water crisis legal settlement. All right, Dan Anaso, Griswold, six hundred million dollars for a compensation fund. Um, going to bring in Eric Mays here, our, <laughs> our our favorite Flint politician.
0: We really should have just had him on camera the whole time. We
1: should have just so you could look. I at I thought him. you did. <laughs> we went to I him every
2: once take in a while. A <laughs> now this is
1: part of the reason uh, I was frying, laying on the floor at the beginning because we had technical difficulty. I really hope this works. Uh, City Councilman Eric Mays, thanks for joining us. Can you hear me? Let's see what this mic's doing.
0: <laughs> Unmute yourself. There you go. Okay, let's, hear let's hear it. Okay, I unmuted myself.
1: All right, let, let's uh, sing that little song. See if this mic works.
5: When I was 17, I ran away from home and from everything <sighs> I ever Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, cut cut <laughs> cut Get, cut
2: cut. <laughs> is it his voice or is it his phone?
1: His voice is blowing My up the internet, so right? <laughs>
2: He's still going. He's still going.
3: <laughs> He's still no going. Oh, okay, Eric.
0: I'm calling him. I'm going to call
1: him. Okay, let me, let, me, let me take care of some business and remind everybody that uh, Hall Financial wants you to know that mortgage rates are at an all-time low, right? Get in on it now. Refi's the deal, but even if you want to get that home, they're low. There's no time to waste. Lower your monthly payments. Put dough in your pocket. If you're on the market for a new home, remember, Hall's servicing is Half the time of its competitors, 1,500, probably 2,000 now, five-star reviews. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I don't like to be inaccurate, though. Remember, appraisals can be done without someone stepping foot inside your house. That's right. We'll send the school children to do it. I'm just kidding. Virtual appraisals and inspections. Call 248-308-5000 or go to the website davidhallmortgage.com. DavidHallMortgage.com, NMLS number 1467435. And as always, my favorite guy in the world, Luke Nowacki, who wants to remind you that you're not a big-time city official. You're not the friends of a big-time city official getting fat on some shitty contracts because you're friends with the big-time city official. You have to work. You have to save. You have to invest. Don't go it alone. Don't make rash decisions. Get some Square Financial advice. Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. Grow your assets, annuities, individual retirement accounts, college savings plan. Make the call now. Your politicians, not to mention your children, are depending on you. Luke Nowacki, 248-663-4748.
0: Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. member F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C. Royal Alliance Associates,
5: Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names. Products or
1: services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Woo! Mr. Mays. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> that voice. God, can you do this for us? Uh, can you say, you know, no bullshit news hour so we can get a drop again? Uh, give me a real good.
5: Oh, man. Is it a song that go with the no bullshit hour?
1: You can just put your favorite... Make one up. Yeah, go ahead.
5: Every hour on the hour, when we listen and gain our knowledge and power, we turn to the no bullshit hour.
0: (laughs) Nice. That's That's awesome. Did you get that? Uh, Those pipes. Oh, yeah.
1: God, yeah. Okay, uh, Eric, sir. I know you to be a, you know, we have fun. You make the news. You're very, you're very, man, just big, big presence. Sometimes, sometimes your colleagues get mad at you. But I know you to be a fighter for the people. From the beginning of this Flint thing, we've been together. What do you make of the $600 million compensation fund that has been negotiated with the state and the people of Flint?
5: Well, $600 million in some cases is a lot of money, but when you subtract attorney fees that might be 33 and a third percent due to arithmetic, even at a third, 30 percent, it's over $200 million, then that leaves a pot of money for distribution. And then when you're going to your money...
2: Uh, what, what
5: 30, it's like a trap you know, house. Well, what, what, what is it? Is it... Is it children, children under 17, but children under, um,
1: well, no, no, look, look, that's too, that's, that's, that's that's hyper specific. Here's what we're saying. I think.
5: I couldn't hear you.
1: Right. We couldn't hear you either, but $400 million will be left after the lawyers. And then there'll be some money for other things like property and all that. So man, I'm
5: straining to hear you.
2: Is all right, this it's Friday the thirteenth. Fuck! What it's okay. Why? It's okay.
1: I'm a professional.
5: Man, I was hearing you good. Now I can hardly hear you.
1: Okay, so just listen. Here we're gonna. Yeah, if you can. Let hear me it. listen. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> so after attorneys, there's four hundred million dollars left. There were about twenty six thousand children um, affected in Flint. Get the, they get eighty five percent of this. So if you do all the arithmetic, even though there's different levels for different age groups, basically what we're talking about here is each kid is going to get about $13,000 by the time this is all said and done. So you get enough money for a used car, and we'll see you, kid, pretty much. And, right? that's,
5: and that's concerning. And then you had adults who died of Legionnaires. Um, you had bacteria and other stuff in the water. They they, they did this settlement based upon lead, but there was more than just lead affecting a group of kids. People died of the germs and bacteria, and I'm here to tell you property values lowered. Now, keep in mind, this is a partial settlement with the state of Michigan. You still got defendants such as the EPA, um, the federal government, that has more money than the state government. Then you got the engineering firms, Land and um, Beolia. So the pot of money could possibly grow, but will it grow significantly And every time it grows, the attorney fees—do they grow?
1: That's exactly right. Now let's put this into some perspective. The Nassar victims, about 330 of them, right, Mm -hmm. received 500 million dollars. Like I, and again, I, you know, they deserve it, and uh, horrible. Horrible story and situation. Very brave women. So let's make that very clear. But that's 500 divided by 330 yeah. people. Yeah. This is, Flint's a town of 100,000, where 150 died from legionnaires.
0: I don't even know Eric. how they figure out how much to even pay out. But I guess that's why the lawyers get the, the bulk of it, because they figure it out. Well, Do you here's, know how
1: they actuary it? Here, here's, the, here's the funny bit. I don't know how they come up with yeah. the number. But Eric, dig this how this never went to trial. This wasn't a jury given damages, right? This was negotiated. So what did they use to consider and realize and create the foundation that the state wronged them? They used shooties people, Todd Flood, Andy Arena, their investigation. In fact, one of the class action lawyers said it was the evidence that was entered in the criminal cases that they used to establish the foundation, right, that right. Flynn had been poisoned wrong. So I find it really interesting that that's good enough for the state to negotiate a civil settlement, but on the criminal side, Dana Nessel fucking threw it out because what we do know now is still nobody has spent one day in jail. Eric, what do you, what do you think of that? Are you angry that there's no criminal culpability here? Or li- well, I li- know.
5: I know I've been charged and I've had to deal with charges against me. So, you know, I'm a little biased. If you can charge Councilman Mays, you know, other politicians and um, people in government should at least be charged. And then we'll see, you know. What happens at the end? So I'm concerned about the criminal charges, and I'll wait and hold my breath to see if they reinstate them. They shouldn't have never dismissed them, in my opinion. Things were moving pretty well. But i tell you, if they can use some of those um, factual findings and things of that nature in order to settle a civil suit, um, they should do it in the criminal uh, what what number how did they pick the number for this many people I think you did a great comparison with the NASA number as it relates to 300 and something versus a hundred thousand my job is to not to let everybody in the city of Atlanta these lawyers, because we brought some lawyers in, and some of these lawyers are those lawyers. They gotta listen to the plaintiffs, and um, believe me, we can't celebrate a big six hundred million dollar figure without talking the details and getting um, what we need in order to
1: make the residents whole. Are and you? So- um, are you? Are you on a sailboat? What's going on there? What's that? He got the
0: craziest microphone. Uh, he's got the worst phone. Okay, here. Can dial- you take some of that settlement for your phone?
1: Uh, say what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you need a new phone. Okay, here, here, here's here. Maybe,
2: it's, maybe it's a signal in Flint. Maybe that's yeah, so that could be too. All right, look.
1: Here's the here's here's. Uh, I can hear better. There didn't you go. Hear Just me? like that. Just like that. Now Don't listen. Don't move. Listen. Don't move. And everybody, listen. If you remember, If you remember the very first. goddamn God damn. <laughs>
3: I'm sorry. Fuck, the fuck
0: fucking
1: career. Jesus. <laughs> I used to be somebody. Can we just take this week off? <laughs> what well, should have. Okay. <laughs> Too late. D- guide it down, man. You, that drive I, me crazy. Okay. If you knew our very first show, we had Todd Flood in here. Yes. And the very first show, he told you, Dana Lessel's making moves to tank the case before seeing one page of it. Yes. Okay. And I said... I'm like, Nostradamus. I'm like, what you're going to get is a settlement, mm-hmm. some headlines. It won't be a lot of money. Lawyers that contribute heavily to the Democrats, Whitmer and Nessel, will get paid. Yep. I said that. That's what's just happened. That's yep. what always happens, yeah. Right? And I said, later, I got some sealed indictments. There's something hanging around. Right? You know what they're going to do? As I said before, they're going to reinstate charges. This is it. It's coming. On Eden Wells and Nick Lyon, the two top health officials in Michigan, for Governor Snyder. They will also come with some bullshit little charge for Snyder. You'll get big headlines. Yeah. It's not going to be a felony. Dereliction of duty or, you know, misuse of public, something like that. That's coming. But what will not come, and see, this, it's all coming true. What won't come is the racketeering case that they were putting together. The money men and the fixers and the bond attorneys, the ones that conspired to do this, we will never stop them. They're going to get away with it. And so what we... Go ahead. The
5: bond, the bond, that's important. If they don't prosecute over that fraudulent bond deal, I'm going to be living.
1: That's not coming, dude. I'm heard they even cracked the box on that because all that material was brought over from uh, the shooting administration. We didn't stop the criminals that
2: wear ties. So what 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 role is the new mayor taking in terms of making sure that there's some kind of resolution? Or you know, I know that there was some anticipation that uh, the new mayor would. What's your take, Councilman?
5: Can you hear me? Because I want you to hear this real good.
2: Say it, yeah.
5: Yeah, um, you call him the mayor. My position is that when you have a press conference two weeks before the election in the chief election officer's um, office, the county clerk, which is illegal, a county clerk cannot use his office to help one candidate over the other. Right now I'm trying to subpoena the clerks. Um, I call him Mr. Neely. It was 14,000 people voted. That press conference and that illegal act between those two helped him to win by a measly 205 votes. Until I finish my investigation on that, I'm not calling him the mayor. So I don't know what Mr. (laughs) Neely
3: wants.
1: (laughs) I'm not even calling the mayor, by the way remember you got in a bar fight with the mayor's uh chiefest deputy chief deputy mayor whatever he was whatever happened, happened it wasn't a
5: fight it wasn't a fight i got beat up i'm an elder i'm 62 years old i didn't hit nobody i got beat up the state police did a prosecution and it's been laying on the prosecutor's desk for four or five months but when other people get beat up prosecuted. Now I'm here to tell you I got a concern with that because I'm not going to live in a city where the mayor's boys is walking around like gangsters beating up councilmen.
1: Oh, my God, fuck it, what's going
5: on in Flint? Everything in Flint's a disaster. Hey, Charlie, that beat-up had to do with me subpoenaing him and the county clerk. They trying to stop it. It won't come out, it won't go away till I die. You can't cheat in an election. You can't interfere like the Russians and think I'm going to call you mayor.
2: Was it a beat-up or a beat-down?
5: beat down i mean i didn't see them bar bouncers pull people off of other people i never thought it would be me talking politics you're getting beat up for doing your
1: job did he did he did he kick you in the nuts
5: oh man i was protecting him. <laughs> so you couldn't get a shot in then uh, i'm 62 it should have happened when i was 23 or 28 i could move faster i'm an elder
1: uh, there's re- plenty of room in the nursing homes if you.
5: <laughs> if you know. i heard y'all talking about that. I'm scared of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's bad, bad news, man.
5: Yeah, so we're in a situation, um, even when the mayor or that y'all call him a Mr. Neely was state rep. He wasn't in the fight like he should have been in the water crisis. And I'm here to tell you I'm very concerned um, that the governor listens to him and don't know that he didn't come in there in a wrong way. He, got, he beating people up. He ain't telling the truth. I'm concerned.
1: Okay. We'll leave it at that, sir. Um, keep in touch. Let us know what's going on with the criminal portion of this. And uh, as always, uh, thanks we for We can be-
5: get that money up higher. That's nothing to really get excited about. We got a long way to go. I thank you, Charlie. I appreciate the relationship. It's a lot of bullshit going on down here.
1: Oh, man, everywhere, brother. Thank Here's you- your drop yeah. right there. Yeah, he's, marking it <laughs> he's, mar- my, he's marking it down. And you know what? Let's, let's just go over that. Let's go over that a second. million, $200 million going to the lawyers, big contributor to the governor and the attorney general. I looked it up. No RICO charges. They will reinstate um, involuntary manslaughter charges that were already brought, that we were told were a pile of shit, and they had to redo it, and they just bring them back. And Snyder will be hit with Mm. some kind of misdemeanor. Mark it in your books. We'll get big headlines, but like they're saying in Flint, When you do all the math, right, so far, I got a used car out of this.
0: The sad thing with stories like this is that, especially now with COVID, is it's not on people's radar anymore. I know. It's sad. It's just not on people's radar. I mean, we all know what Flint means and what happened, but do people care as much? Just like the dams and the flooding.
2: It's not sexy anymore. Like, it's not the the topic of the day. We're... Diverted by other things, and that's also uh, a convenient out for those that are yeah. responsible for so many things, because we just keep running from thing to thing to thing. Yep. And you know, Charlie's one; he has it on his mental list. He's going to go back until there's some kind of resolution. But for the most part, people have very short memories. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Whatever happened to it? So Good we get, question. We, we got to
1: have to keep on it, you know. So that's why we try to keep the, call it the hour. Yeah. You know, one one in, in a little bit in a week. So you're caught up because I'm not forgetting. I'm taking the big ones. I'm creating the big ones and I'm staying on it for all of us. I get nothing out of it. I just, I'm like you, I'm frustrated and I see it and I want
2: the shit fixed. Buy those Mm t-shirts, Drew and Mike Chop. Store. What Stewart. happens to the money from those t shirts, Charlie? I think people need to know because everybody's asking. They're asking for hoodies because we will move into fall. They yeah. want to buy the shirts. It's the Drew and Mike store.com. Charlie, where does all the money go?
1: We will do uh, that. Uh, see, go to Drew and Mike store.com and get these.
0: Your flag's blocking it. These. these there you go. These. Get
1: <laughs> these. Because the fix the shit sold out and we're re upping. Yes. Right? And once we. So we bought like 300 of these and 300 of the fix-the-shits. Those are gone. These are lagging. I know. But now that we cleared, what do you call it? The overhead? The, uh, the money, yeah. the money we so. put in. We yeah. had to pay up front for them. Yeah. Now that we cleared it, the money goes to kids of our choice.
2: And this... Not our kids. Our kids. They're our other kids. Not our biological children, but the children that we embrace <laughs> and support. Exactly. And I will...
1: I will um, tell you about one. We're going to help a kid get a car. A very special guy. Very special guy. Close to me. That's how we're doing it. No politicians. No foundations. No charities. You know who you're helping. I'm going to tell you about the kid. But I want to say this. Before we move on, speaking of mayors, our mayor, Mike Duggan. Because remember, I stay on shit. Yep. Right. Demolition. Federal grand juries. The land bank. Yet another audit. Another audit comes out, asked for by the Auditor General of Detroit. Want to know what an independent forensic auditor said? Love to. (laughs) Looked at it and said, irregular transactions, transactions not recorded in the land bank's ledger, unapproved vendor payments, and payroll discrepancies. The inability of the land bank to provide a property-by-property accounting of amounts paid per demolition. Now... Here's the thing. 80 recipients of checks, right? Yeah. From the land bank. They paid out $315 million in checks. 80 recipients comprising about $50 million were made to vendors who were not included in the land bank's approved vendor list.
0: <laughs> so what did they do? That makes
1: sense. They were not approved vendors and they paid them. So here's what the... I just want to read you a little Please. section from this. Yeah, it says even minor discrepancies in these details—a <laughs> right?
0: minor, right? Okay,
1: can be a red flag of fraudulent activity where an unauthorized payment is made but disguised as a legitimate payment. Fifty, it's fraud. Mi- 50 million. It's fraud. And that's, on the, that's the, the federal money. Dude, everybody that's been looking at this, it's a ripoff. And he wants $250 million more from homeowners in Detroit who are owed $600 million for being illegally taxed. You're not getting it.
2: No.
0: Is the serial killer house still up?
1: Serial yes. killer house is saw, still up.
2: Okay. I saw it yesterday. Yeah. It says, can you help me out with the dollar painted on the side of the house? But no. Proposal in is for No.
1: He has not demonstrated it. See, again, you're getting lapdog media. Here's one for you. The 15,000th house was, was demoed, mm-hmm. and they had, oh, look,
0: you know. Big, big celebration, yeah. yeah.
1: Forget about all of what you really heard. Look at this big celebration. Not one reporter showed up. <laughs> you know what happened? They sent one cameraman, they shared the footage.
0: Yeah, cool. They
1: sent yeah. one cameraman, and guess who was asking the, the, the government officials, the land bank officials, about these houses? the spokesperson for the land bank
3: oh boy. was
1: asking the questions of the land bank. And then the television stations were taking it and pretending like it's they
0: were a pre- asking it's the questions. A press conference. It's, it goes back to what you said earlier, Karen. It's all
1: control. It is. Yeah. Did you, did you hey. hear what I said? Yeah. I've
2: been on both sides. Lazy. I'm telling you it is. Yeah.
1: That's a <laughs> dereliction of duty. I also know, know another one person has clients. This person films their clients, Mm -hmm. then calls the reporters and gives them the video of the client that (laughs) they recorded.
0: But they also (laughs)
2: know that the stations are functioning on a shoestring. You got one reporter doing stories for two. So they're feeding into that and they're exploiting it. Like, hey, we know you don't have the resources to do it and you aren't going to. So let me do it for you. So why doesn't
1: doesn't we have the government ask the government questions? And then we willingly put it on air. Man, you fucking resigned that job. There's a lot of kids coming out of college want those jobs. Yeah.
0: Get out. Well, if you can send a pool uh, cameraman, you can send a pool reporter.
1: Wow. And so what that's what we get. And again, the governor now holds press conferences with no press there. Yeah. And you're picking and choosing, what, little tweet questions? Well. There's a
2: follow-up to the empty answer you just had, Gabe.
0: Is
1: but
2: people don't think Charlie. I mean, there, there, there are elected <laughs> officials, um, or, you know, corporate leaders, people that are participating. They want questions up front. And it's like, what yep. kind of interview? Do, I mean, that, that to me is not an interview. The business I community mean, is
1: dodging me down there. I want to know what you spent uh, on the, of the school kids money. Cause here's hmm. another one. Detroit was supposed to be wired for internet when they replaced the light poles. The, That's true. The director of lighting bid it out. I have the contract. I have the bid scores, right? That's true. But the mayor wasn't happy that some of his chosen business people weren't getting some of the contracts. They got in a fight in City Hall. The Free Press reported it like they got over in a fight over something nobody knows about. I met with the lighting director the, uh, the night before he got fired by the board, and he laid it all out. And I got the contracts. This town should have been wired for children. It's not cause, hard. Because now we need it. It's not hard anyway.
2: But it did shouldn't you, be. Sir, not given, this is 2020. Everything. So you can access the internet everywhere. But there was an official.
0: Let me do address. this again. Oh, but his personal relationship is getting
1: in the way of it. Let That's me do the, this again. Did you hear what I said? Yes. You tanked a contract. It was a memorandum of understanding. It's signed. Uh, uh, an an award was given to the lowest bidder. We don't have it. Hmm. So, anybody? Or, or should we just send a camera and let the, the, <laughs> let the mayor's spokesman yeah. ask him questions?
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll get to the bottom of it then.
1: Because now we need it. now you know why black America, urban black America, poor black America, does not succeed. They're getting ripped off and nobody's looking out for them. They're not stupid people. But nobody pays attention to this kind of shit.
2: But how does somebody sit around the table from DTE when they were having these meetings about how uh, to help with the schools and a high ranking official said they didn't realize that there was such a large uh, population in the city of Detroit that didn't have Internet access? you Because
1: guess guess who scored those bids when the lighting director put out the bids? (laughs) DTE. <laughs> so I don't know if I believe it. It's so incestuous. I know I'm just so incestuous. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. No, no, you- no,
0: It's interesting. Fuck. Don't apologize for it. Well, Somebody's needs to ask we're, these See, questions. we're going
1: round and round in this country, and you want to know where it's really at.
0: Well, it always surprises me too. There's there, there's a, always a lot of anger at the federal government, justifiably so. But where's the uprising and the anger at local government? So much happens mm-hmm. on the local level.
2: Yeah, that impacts you first. He absolutely You're
0: right. does. But no one ever bothers i don't I don't know what it is. I
2: don't know why people well, it must people, just be people also give people a pass if they like them or if they've been painted um the picture as the savior oh. we think everything is okay all our directions hey. pointed towards somebody else that people don't like there's so a, there's
0: a lot of people I like that do a shitty job yeah uh, so it starts with myself
1: again I'm just trying to
2: stop mark
1: yeah, I hear it i, I yeah
0: <laughs> what
2: yeah. <laughs> That's you a, do a great it's job. It's okay to personally say do that. a shitty
1: job.
0: <laughs> I still kind of like myself. I don't know.
2: You should. We love you, so
1: just stop. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, I, Not after today. Not this no, shit. no, today's just a pretty shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I'm, I'm glad you're all still with us. Do me a favor. Are you? I don't know. <laughs> is anybody even here? Yeah, yeah, we got
2: quite a few there. <laughs> okay, hey, now, good. thank you all for sticking around. <laughs> yeah, listen. Can I you, hope
1: can, they are. Because... Can you all share it? Can you do yeah. that? Can, can you go to like iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher and download the show, please? I don't like to overpromote. I don't. I just don't. So I'm counting on you to help get this word out because we are going to be expanding. Just wait for mm-hmm. it. I'll have more details.
2: And or- you can share on your Facebook page. Just as I've shared the live stream, you can hit share. You can start a watch party. Let other people know. Give them the opportunity to you know, check us out and compliment or criticize us or weigh in and share tips and Hey, participate in, the, in our community. We certainly appreciate it. The, the
1: tips work. And we are the most listened to newscast, news hour, than any other yeah. in Michigan. Yeah. We, we are. You did that. We did mm-hmm. that. This is the number one for an hour.
2: See, Mark? Good job.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah.
0: It's Charlie. I mean, you, Karen. It's,
2: yeah. It's it's us. Remember, I joined this I late.
0: Think, but I
1: refuse I got 20 years in the business. I refuse to lay down. I was talking
0: to. But you started the show under the table.
1: I guess, you look, I'm like look everybody else. Look at you now. I'm, at you I'm like everybody else. I'm, I get down.
0: I know. And there's a lot of negativity yeah. today, but um, there's a big positive note coming up. I but think. Charlie,
2: this is what I try to remind you all the time. I know you have to get down. You feel like you're not making the difference that you want to make. And that is what drives who you are and what you do. I understand that. Mark understands that. And I'm telling you, based on the comments, based on how many people pick up your tips, based on the changes that inevitably come, it may seem slow. It may seem like an unthankful thing. But you are making a difference. You are. You have. You continue to. You got tons of folks that are listening that continue to listen to this show, share the show. Aren't, yeah, it, may, it may be a different format or a different you, know, <laughs> aren't a you different sweet. platform. <laughs>
1: Here, here's one. I got one for you. Yes. Here's the other one, Mr. Mayor. You see this here?
0: This is important.
1: See what I got? Look at this. Look. Look at <laughs> I that. love it. You, you know what that is? You know what this is? This is an honorary Detroit Fire Chief's hat. Honorary Detroit Fire Chief. This is an honor. You know how where it is to get one of these? And I am proud, proud to be an honorary fire chief, cool. because I respect the men and women of that department. Here's the deal. If we're in the middle of a pandemic, where, where is their um, hazard pay? It's gone. Great question. Why did they get $3.50 an hour when the cops and the bus drivers got 5 Here's the deal. Remember when all the cops were out sick with COVID, half our force was off?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, out of the 5,000 tests that they actually took, a grand total of 17 cops actually had COVID. That's it. Kind of like a couple of weeks off. That's right? it. And remember, Duggan's going around like Rachel Maddow and stuff. Going the way we turned it around was we tested those officers and got them back on the street. I don't even understand what that means because no cop had COVID. They weren't I, spreading it.
0: I would bet half of those cases are from that pancake breakfast too, which you was keep worse. talking
1: what? that. that well, it was one of the first
0: right. big outbreaks that Dude, people that talked was about. Dude, it. it's 17, that was it. 17, That's it. yeah. 17 That's cases. I'm glad it's only seventeen.
1: Over six months. So I don't know yeah. about any pancake breakfast. No, that's what I'm saying. about half, I would guess half of them were from that, so that's even better. So the, Duggan's supposition that the, 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 the we stopped the death was because we got cops to go back to work? Doesn't make any sense. No. And they didn't have COVID. Now, in the meantime, those that tend to us, our public servants, when we can't breathe, the ones that are looking down our nasal passages, of the 300 paramedics, 30 of them caught it. One out of every 10 yeah, paramedics okay. caught it. One out of every 13 firefighters caught it. 60 wow. cases. So, why are they not working with a contract for over a year, Mayor? Why are they losing their wages to inflation? Why aren't you dealing straight? Where is the union, the public safety unions? If you guys aren't going to say anything, I will. Deal fair. Get him a contract and pay him righteously because they're the fuckers doing the work. And the mayor didn't lay off one person. From his. That's his an appointee of his. 140 of these people averaging $142,000 a year. Can I ask a dumb question? Do it.
0: Well, why don't they have a contract? What's the excuse?
1: Right. What I is, don't is, is, know. Is there
0: an excuse? Well, is we're, there... we're
1: in a COVID emergency. Where was it last year? Deal.
0: Other people get work done during the COVID emergency. Fix it.
1: And again, if if, if we're not having democracy, there must still be a pandemic. Yeah. They got nothing to get
0: fucked. You got to take care of them first.
1: (laughs) Because not only did we defund the police in this town, we defunded public safety. Don't believe the hype. But that's all downer. It's a downer. Yeah. Right? And if the world seems dark these days, if you're anxious or angry, adrift or uncertain... If you need something encouraging to lean on, then dig. Take this story of Jordan Ruffin L., 18 years old. Take him, an 18-year-old, to be your pillar. I met Jordan a few years ago when he was a 16-year-old, attending one of those church basement circles that tries to help young black men cope with coming of age in one of America's roughest cities. Jordan told me then he had moved out of his mother's house on Detroit's west side because his mother did not have enough room for him and all the rest of the children. I just kind of fell on my sword and moved, he told me then. <clears throat> I don't want to be a burden. So he moved in with another teenager on the city's east side where houses sag and broken glass glitters. He was committed to finishing high school, making something of himself so he could help his family when he came of age I don't want to leave my community, I want to build it, but why is this so hard? And it's a great question. So Jordan would take two city buses across town to get to Martin Luther King High School in the fangs of winter, and I'd ride with him in school sometimes, sometimes to church in the summer where he'd mow grass. You always got to keep your head on a swivel, that's what he'd say to me. Kids getting shot just for their tennis shoes around here. You got to carry yourself. This from a 16-year-old boy, already too old for his age. Then his mother, Rashida, fell sick, got behind on the mortgage. The bank was on its way to foreclosure, the sheriff just behind to toss her belongings and the children to the curb. Jordan's mother had made the payments faithfully, because I saw the financial records, faithfully over a decade. But it was a predatory loan, designed for the poor who never seemed to emerge whole. Now, over those 10 years, Rashida paid back twice the amount that she had borrowed and was nowhere near clear of paying it off. Think of that. That's a, There's a lot of money to be had in poverty in America. So I watched Jordan give her his last 500 bucks. I'm so proud of the man you become, she told him, laying her hand on his cheek. Now, people who read about their struggles when I wrote them were impressed with this kid's strength and his love for his family. They helped rescue the family home. <clears throat> it was one victory in a life of struggle. So, shortly after, came the pain. Jordan's best friend Meech took his life with a gun, unable to cope with the difficulties of being a young person in a city where the schools have s- disintegrated, where crime is rampant and jobs are scarce. It hurts, Jordan said to me. It hurts so bad and the struggle so real. It wasn't the end of the pain or the struggle, because a few months later, just around Christmas last year, Jordan's other best friend, Tymerian, was gunned down in front of a liquor store. Another teenager. His crime? He looked at the dope man the wrong way. Yes. So Jordan called me again. I wish I had the resources to help my brother when he was alive, Jordan told me. Now in death, he's in need of some dignity. Can you help? Anything would be appreciated. And so again, I wrote the story, and again, perfect strangers like you responded, reconfirming to me that there's a lot of good in the American heart. Timerian was buried with dignity in a white coffin with flowers, which provided dignity to Jordan. So there's the real hope. Thank all the people who helped me please, Charlie, he asked, and so I'm doing it. Indeed, thank all of you that care about your fellow person. And through it all, Jordan kept going. He studied business and marketing in high school. Then high school ended abruptly with the COVID-19 pandemic. No senior parties, no prom, no walk across the stage for a guy who really deserved the moment. He had done it in a town where far too many don't. He did it alone. He graduated by way of guts and hard work, brains and determination. I really dig this dude. But his life, like many of ours, Hung in suspended animation in that east side house, wondering where to begin in adulthood that he had already been living. He came across an online employment ad for an in-person marketing job. You know, standing in the box stores, in the distant suburbs, selling people on this or that, cable packages, whatever is the deal of the day. At least it's a foot in the door. He was 17 at the time, so we couldn't hire him, said the CEO, Calvin Font, of Innovative Client Connections, the ones that hired him. But we liked him so much when he was 17 that we called him back when he turned 18. He's just got that attitude you don't see in a guy his age. Our job is to develop him, polish him up. He's on track for management in the next year. And we don't have any managers under the age of 21. He's got that certain intangible you're looking for, a willingness. So Jordan earns $10 an hour plus commission. It's modest, but a beginning like a sapling stretching its root, living proof that the best of us can be found in any town, on any corner in this place called America, if just given the chance to flower. With no license and no car, Jordan's bumming rides to the suburbs. He scheduled a driving test. Now that he's 18, because being poor and broke, never got those driving lessons. He's socking away money for the car that hopefully comes one day. The world of a man is in front of me, he said to me the other day on the phone. I'm ready for it. Action speak. That is the best of us. It's an 18-year-old. Amazing kid. What a dude. Yeah. So
2: what do we have to do, Charlie? And if people are asking, what, we're what do they do, need to do? We're, How we're gonna, can they we're, help?
1: We're going to let it hang a minute. Okay. And just appreciate, yeah, there's a young black man who could have used more of our help, but he got some of it. There's a lot of people like this. It doesn't have to be that way. So, you see these shirts? Remember we told you? We're giving them people we know, deserving people. We're going to get them that card. You get a nice T-shirt, join the movement, fix the shit. We take that money, and I'll I'll get him the toolbox, and I'll teach him how to change his oil. That's what we're doing. This is how we can do it. You know, and you don't have to. You can just give him a bravo. Just take it in there, and don't lose don't lose hope. This kid's doing it. We can all do it.
0: What's he want to do? I know you said business and marketing. Yeah. Does he?
1: Yeah, I know. You know well, I''m just I'm no, curious
0: no. He, I mean, he's still young he's got, he's a, he's got a
1: website going he's selling he clothing and he's beginning so That's kids good. say stuff like I want to be an entrepreneur what's that mean
2: so let, let him focus he wants to be his own yeah run his own business you know hey, what I mean I, I'm here to help in that in that regard I, I always encourage entrepreneurship because young kids especially young black kids help drive uh, and influence style uh, uh, and and marketing decisions at at such a higher level. But when they understand their importance and their impact, then they can capitalize on it. So is this the guy that we took to lunch with the mayor, Charlie? Yes. Is this the yes. same young? Guy? Okay. So I told him then, and I'll tell you now. Whatever else, whatever I can do, I am all about entrepreneurship. It was so. cute. It was
1: cute too. We went to went to Sinbad's with Mayor. Yeah, yeah we did. And and they put the the salad in the suit, and it's got all the forks and knives. Yeah. And I didn't learn it till college, too. Like outside in. Yeah, he's looking at he's looking at the cutlery. Like, what the fuck do I do with this? And and um, Karen sort of looks at me, looks at her, and she she taps, she taps the proper fork for him. It was that's great. It was really.
2: That's what we have to do, Charlie. I mean, you know, and I always tell this story briefly. I remember being in a restaurant, and there was a young lady um, sitting at the next table, and she was drinking coffee, and she had the spoon in her cup. And, you know, on the scale of life's challenges, that's not a big deal, but it's, from an etiquette perspective, incorrect. So I said, excuse me. I said, how old are you? And she says, you know, I'm 17. She's got the hair, the nails. mm." And I said, well, I'm a few years older than you, and it's my responsibility to make sure that you're always your best. When you're drinking something, remove the spoon. And I waited. She could have cursed me out. She should have said, you old lady, shut the hell up. Instead, she said, thank you. Nobody ever taught me that. So we have to stop penalizing our kids for not knowing what we haven't taught them. All of our kids, oh, the I, ones we see on the street, the ones that we don't know, the ones that we need to connect with. Every child that we encounter belongs to us and we need to treat it that way. said.
0: You know what I just learned? I'm not going out to eat with Karen, man.
2: <laughs> you better not because I will tell I have, a, I have I a friend that every time he puts the damn spoon I'm like if you don't take that spoon Yikes. out of your
1: cup I, yeah, I, you. I refuse to eat next her. you know yeah. I don't want to get yelled at like geez. I know how to take the, um, the straw out of the cocktail all right? <laughs> yeah. that's all you gotta worry about <laughs> because she doesn't drink uh, now you know she we'll doesn't judged. know what the fuck Jeez. like charlie why you, you don't put your finger in the glass that's how you do it karen <laughs> we strict karen in the bad bad drinking habits hey,
2: it's You're supposed to love, clear your yeah. nose it is all out of love all out of love so
1: this is uh you go to kid, drew I mean. and mike Store.com if you want to do that remember just uh you know Subscribe to it, you know. Download this shit, so i don't got to keep asking you to do it. because mm-hmm. Drew asked me to, and um, you know, sorry about the fuck up on the show today. Which one? Yeah, but it's I'll, my, it's all my fault. Don't worry. And yeah, and you know what? Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> a good Samaritan has has texted me, and he's gonna send some some money. We're gonna we're gonna get Jordan this car. Good. Yep.
2: Right. Me so, and Charlie. I'm not buying a shirt, but I'm making. I, I got. I got. I, I'm putting in on it.
1: Yeah, he well, can, I got one he can have in a minute, but I'm, I'm going to help him buy one. I'm, I think I'm just going to have to open a separate bank account. No, no, I, yeah.
2: I, I have
0: one. I you have this There's I, one.
1: I have
2: a business yeah. bank account. Hey, what size shoe does he wear? Can you ask him that? That's
1: fucking weird, Karen. <laughs> Jeez, <No. laughs> what else? I met him when he was 16. He's 18. Like, what, kind, you know, what kind of drawers does he prefer? Fuck, if no, I know, no, I don't know.
2: I, no, listen, <laughs> I have I, I happened up on a brand new pair of Jordans. And I don't know what's either I'm going to sell them, but if they're his size, he can have them. What size are they? 13. Oh,
1: the, um, I'll toss. I, I tell you what, I'll take them and sub <laughs> newspaper in them. <laughs> 13 pretty big.
2: Yeah, for work, a pair of Jordans? Sure, I, I wear 13. Fuck it signing off of this I feel <laughs> abused
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright well uh, you know till next week y'all keep on trying try to love one another Monkey
3: got with Sharon and Sharon got Sharia she was Sharon Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease Mikey had a facial scar and Bobby was a racist they were all in love with Diane they were doing it in Texas Tommy played piano like a kid out in the rain then he lost his leg in Dallas he was dead come down the mountain i don't mind the sun sun fiery auto crashes. Some will die in hot pursuit while sifting through my ashes. Some will fall in love with life and drink it from a fountain that is pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun, sometimes the images it shows. I can taste you on my lips and smell you in my clothes. Cinnamon and sugar.